0: which is also a response that one acquires as a body, mind, and heart that is one within you with that ownership. Welcome back to my lovely HP community. So we are picking up on our topic on following our gut while staying open to possibilities and we had this amazing portal that a 8 portal which is what we got to skip for inner growth and how can I share so many beautiful things so many beautiful things as we begin to integrate more and more of the spiritual process there we go confirmation with the inner growth mindset and this is where while some people will continue their path in this 5d state of consciousness world by 3d 4d means if you will so confining themselves to specific subject matters to specific um, belief systems that's that part of other soul age groups so for me the content is for the self-empowered enlightened person inner growth mindset is for all once all the courses are online obviously that foundation will be there whenever the time will come for the master class to be ready it will integrate the embodiment of our lovely body so it will integrate for sure the neuropsychiatry experience information that i'm being able to build thanks to courses being made available to me that um educational certificate is fundamental because it gives me the specific strategy to integrate somatic experiences and approaches and for our episodes there will be future subscription-based models so a, a, a transformation but not just yet in, in the meantime we're beginning and i get uncomfortable with changes because i am actually quite methodology methodological or whatever the word is but it's it's we all are of habit if, if people don't know this you know it's always funny how people will say to me that i don't like change and i'd be like yeah well i'm sure if i disrupt your cycle you're going to not be quite happy with me but i leave it alone because this is that part where uh one the spiritual process a person who is the life they are doesn't try to prove themselves that intent i don't try to prove my intent if i try to do anything it might be to defend it when it's accused when i'm accused of being a person that i'm not uh you guys know the one story like when my close friend it's not the only time a close friend's accused me of something with their words uh without then you know kind of saying oh shit i forgot i did i do know you so this friend of mine uh their accusation was in a moment of them being upset because i had told them I had given them advice, as a friend would do, but they had asked for it. I don't usually, as a grown-up, give any more advice unless I'm asked. And even when I'm asked, I actually don't give advice. I tell them, this is my opinion, it is not advice because here's where the ego will always rule especially those who are in a victim mode because a victim mode is where most people are at as long as they're not in their 5d body type version with self-empowerment and enlightenment and what this means is that the external influences are way greater than anything from within them could ever be so life is miserable there is this you know hell and on heaven and just so many different hypotheticals that people have So, you know, no matter what you share with them, they always have a problem of why they can't achieve something because the external this, the external that, blah, blah, blah. And you know, the same people will say how others are doing this, but then they will not be ones who notice them. So long story short, (laughs) we that know all of these things, but keep our own selves in check. What does that mean? I know that I can be in that place in my thought form. I'm not exempt from having an ego ever nor are you, nor is anyone. We're not exempt from having belief systems, habits. We have them. Being aware of that means you're aware of your safety behaviors. You're aware of your organization and your body is what begins this entire journey. Your default network at 10, 12 months, which is a wiring that you have complete power over, but that does get challenging. So 3D, 4D body types are people who have definite attachment styles in an unsafe body so everything outside of them does affect them in a way that i don't know because my body has always been in a 5d state call it grace call it call it what you will i call it ventral vagal state and the mindfulness brain able to sit get scolded at know that it has nothing to do with my worth that's also because of the way i was scolded i was only scolded for very important things that were life-threatening not anything you know even one of these stories that i shared a couple times Where this is an indication of my level of stubbornness and unwavering, like if you come to me and tell me the sky is green, but I've decided that I want to believe the sky is not green, which is blue, and that actually reminds me, my brother-in-law told me it's an actual like number, so it's like ah, damn it, so the number I can't dispute, you know, kind of thing, but that's not the point seekers like to seek and so we'll venture off into this infinite territory because that's the fun of creator space it's not because we need to piss people off and usually the only people who get pissed are the adaptive children because there's so much in their belief that the minute you start meddling with it now here's the thing when you become aware though that that meddling actually disrupts a person's safety zone you don't and this is why 3d 4d people really need to get out of their own egos because they do that to each other they just trigger each other and then they call it the forces of evil or you know the forces of outside yada yada yada. i've seen like the one source that i follow they keep talking about evil aliens or not aliens i'm like oh my gosh you're you're getting into your in-depth 4d bandwidth right there with this belief system and what you're venturing off into so that's 4d land for you but back to us story was i wanted this cabbage patch doll dress and my mother's a very big thing about looking nice so the italian's them and aesthetics man i am not a person who dresses according to the italian uh, way nice so if i need any type of fashion advice i will go to my mother and my younger sister because they're the italian type fashion so i'll trust them to know how to dress me up or tell me how to dress up so that i mean you know if those magazines review you you know that that kind of thing and yes there is a difference the italian and the french you know i don't prefer the french style but yes the Italian and the french even though not the entire world will agree because it is subjective but then again you know that's where we have subject matters different types of things right so those experts they want their world that way there's always going to be the fashion plate people there's going to be the fashion police doesn't mean we need to feel shitty so i don't feel shitty if i don't look good I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being the person who looks not good to the times. In fact, I'm so used to it. You guys have no idea. I'll share some stories right here. where When it comes to following one's own gut and being open to all possibilities. Um, so before we keep moving forward with the stories, said Guru quote. If you evolve within you, there will be no pride, no prejudice. You will perform action out of pure, absolute sense. And really, it's even more than that this friend let me finish before i forget that story they i had given them advice for their own well-being following them asking for advice as a long-term friend their you know soul connection they're in my life still they are in contentment containment at this point in time their choice we, you guys have heard enough about that story so this moment i was at a funeral my paternal grandmother had passed away or it was maybe the sister because you know i got to live with my family for some time and in that time frame for people that in fact it was kind of the joke when i came back home to italy is it like you went there and everybody died maria what's the deal <laughs> and i was like it's not my fault if anything you know they were all old people and the thing was actually quite um i knew intuitively that i'd been sent to support my my family because my aunt really could handle my grandma's passing effectively in a way of you know heart because it's her mother so it was a good thing that I was there I was the one who gave the speech at the church I was the one who helped to organize because even my grandpa so they were not in an emotional state to be able to handle those aspects while I was able to be there for them but yes in, in this short time that I was there four people died so my grandma then my grandpa then my grandma's sister or in the between my grandma's sister and then my grandma's husband so you know the four funerals i said no wedding nobody's getting married what happened you know <laughs> it made me think of the movie um so i was at the funeral and my friend writes me on at the time i had msn not whatsapp and they are yelling at me because they are being cheated on by their girlfriend who i had told them you know dude it's not time Yeah, again, I advised them not to get into this relationship because of many factors which they disregarded. Then they treated our friendship like shit. So basically I became the side, you know, and that's where, if you recall, I wasn't actually talking to this friend. I was talking to the girlfriend because the girlfriend's my friend too, but I was not talking to them because they... Played this uh, formality card with me where oh let's see let's meet up let's meet up they didn't want to meet up they wanted to go screw with their girlfriend and just be alone with their girlfriend and that's all they needed to say we we're all adults all they needed to say was hey now that I got a girlfriend I'm out thanks for helping me as a friend and I'm happily you know gonna go off and do this shit it's not shit they were actually quite happy as they continued their journey and then they got left basically uh, after having reserved church the restaurant paid money everything yeah that's why we then became talking friends again because they went through hell that year they also went bankrupt their business they were a successful entrepreneur so talk about right here when pride and ego this is where my friend knew I would be there for them and they reached out and I knew intuitively my gut told me It was two days prior, three days prior to them reaching out where I saw something, I don't remember. I just had a gut feeling something's happening to my friend that's not happy, like sad. Something sad is happening to my friend. I don't know what's going on, but something's going down. And two days later, they wrote me and I said, okay, let's meet up. And that's where we cleared the air of everything that had taken place. And I explained how much I care for them and how I like for friends to treat me which is not with formalities. All you had to say was, hey, I'm fucking my girlfriend. I want to be with my girlfriend. Peace out. I don't want to hang out with you anymore. That's it. That's all I wanted. Oh, and let's not blame the girl for you lying to me about you and her being together and, you know, making me look like a fool in front of all these other people when, you know, I'm your close friend. That's fucked up. So being just straightforward that's all straightforward just a great policy I didn't have anything else to say you know you you came to me for advice you you're a grown-up you're meant to follow your own advice so that's cool too and I'm not here to tell you how to live your life that's one things for sure nobody's here to tell anybody however my gut knew it was not the time but it wasn't even only gut it's mathematics if you are being out of a relationship they left you after 14 years you are not in any shape doesn't matter how old you are to immediately get into another relationship you should take a little bit of time and I know that that should is where uh, survival mode but that's where it's like uh, I would definitely say the neuropsychology community would agree that you want at least take some time to and right here habit patterns This is where those attachment styles come into the mix. And when people are thinking they're wounded and, oh, am I wounded because of abandonment issues or this, you're already relating to your story as if you're not living it, which is what's going to keep you out of your staying open to possibilities and really tuning into the gut and getting beneath that layer, by the way, of your own opinions. And that's why, it's only once you get beneath that that you can go to that absolute sense because your pureness comes from the depths of you beneath all of the layers of the external that has been given to you, but it's not in the absence of the external. So the 3D, 4D people don't get this. They're in this belief system and they're in fact honed in with identifying with information, very different. And they're navigating life from one spectrum alone Not even bothering to think about, one, thoughts and emotions. People don't bring their mind and heart to harmony. This is why they're inconsistent. Their left and right brain don't work together. Two, even if they're trying, they are in a body that's like, I hate humans and all people are unreliable. So following this friend thing, I didn't lack trust. It it has nothing to do with trust. My love for people, you guys know this. The regular listeners is the constant no person that is in my life or choosing not to be has any different way of how i feel they are my soul family they are loved ones and i love them to death unconditionally doesn't mean i don't have opinions oh gosh i got plenty of opinions i can share like plenty of them but they don't matter they're they're, they're my personality you know like this, this this doesn't matter what my opinion is if you are who you are <laughs> that doesn't disengage from relationships. None, none of that all all of that it's like i don't understand When people are like, I'm not friends with them anymore. Are you a teenager still? Yes, apparently your younger part is still present. Adaptive children all over the place. Our content is clearly focused for the five DC peeps. This is who I'm talking to and this is who the inner growth mindset will work for. It is those who are not in victim mode. Those who are like, I have my big boy and girl pants on. It's not about being cold and frigid. Nope, none of that. It's actually about being with my heart on the sleeve right here. It's like the heart is on the sleeve naked as heck meaning just being yourself you accept me you don't accept me this is who flaws and per- that's the apple with the little stain on it i'll go grab that one because i'll know that even though it's bruised it's very juicy it's more ju- it's juicier probably than the one that looks perfect actually the perfect one's like "Hmm, what did i do to you i don't know if i trust this one you seem too it's too too good <laughs> too good to be true man oh you gotta love those cliche sentences too good to be true yes and anyone who's a self-saboteur will actually self-sabotage themselves into believing that something is too good to be true and they will say in their horrible nightmarish self-referencing world because anybody who can think that perfection does not exist between relationships is very sad because perfection is about unconditional love when you can love unconditionally with flaws and imperfection you will know perfection you will look up at the sky and that Buddha quote and know that everything always is exactly as it should be because you are tapped into on a constant expansion of you that's why you're consistently evolving that's the 5d self-empowering line person we are a constant change which is why we don't change because we're our constant life now the habit and the pattern so those are two different things our wiring has a way it works physiologically speaking, our brain utilizes a certain amount of energy in order for us to, to practice our day to day. First and foremost, when said guru talks about silence or any guru is talking to you about silence within you, it is a nothingness that presents a ventral vagal state. let me be clear. From personal experience is what I'm sharing i think of the inner world and every word that comes out of the mouth of these people never ending energy this and that yeah guess what guess what happens when your body's in eventual vagal state? we've read the polyvagal theory chart let me go grab that and see if it's in this phone or do i need to grab the other phone because i got a bunch of different phones with me and i believe it's in the other phone so i'm gonna turn on the other phone and then we'll keep with that but in the meantime Ventral vagal is when all of you is in need. You're in safety. You're social, engaged, not because you depend on others, but because you're curious and you're compassionate. So your prefrontal cortex is engaged. Remembering that a traumatized brain doesn't have this availability immediately, they have to get themselves to this place before they get themselves to this place it means they need to be able to trust their own gut they need to be able to stay open to infinite possibilities if they want to but more people than not use cliche sentences stereotypes and other leaders to follow as they ignore the fact that their inner world is what's giving them the cues to where they can expand next and the outer world who's the outer world the people around you I got to learn from this one friend how I would never ever not talk to a friend again because that's one silly because for the whole five years I would rant and rant about this person to any loved one who would bring up their name I'd be pissed as fuck and this always makes me think of this couple of people who talk about soul connections and there being no emotions like yeah that's bullshit because if you actually are a soul connection in a certain way yeah you're not going to be numb that's denying how much you care. And I've seen people be numb or pretend to be numb. What they really do is use their addictions, sex, drugs, alcohol, and then food or obsessive, working with what, whatever they can do to get their mind away. And then they're just withdrawing. And this is like something that I'm not gonna share in depth knowledge, but yeah, the person's no longer here. And, you know, finding out that they were miserable, most of their life was very sad to, to hear. Finding out, thanks to the neuropsychiatry community, that there are things called shame, blame, and revenge loops, which is a person who's stuck in their traumatized brain, is even sadder. Okay, so everything makes me personally sad for those people, especially when they're loved ones. Don't talk to me about being numb, because whoever's numb actually has not entered their 5D state yet, because you will not be numb if somebody hurts or is hurting. Remember that oneness consciousness means you are aware we are one ocean. If one island is in pain, you technically would feel that, and it is a part of you. It's a younger part that is in an emotional state of pain. And as somebody who, me, is a somatic empath and definitely knows when the collective is going through stuff, so I can do channeled guidances on an energetic spectrum, yeah, there is not an absence of emotion for people that we love, which would be all people, but obviously... It's when you have close contact with people that you will know who you're picking up, what you're picking up, yada yada yada, and you'll be, it'll be personal. It'll be personal. So this friend, yeah, five years of not talking, oh, they would everyone would get an earful. So much so that my twin was like, you know, that means you still care, and I'm like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Of course I care. It's a friend. That's the whole point of the word. Friends forever, not temporarily. I didn't choose them just randomly, you know, to say, oh it's funny because when uh, finally we did become friends again and they came over one of the times i think it was my mother that um told them you know for maria to to actually talk to again you mean a lot to her because she's not that type of person i'm not a person who's um unforgiving i'm just very much right here i know what is well, I know what's what. And so if somebody disrespects me, they disrespect me, if you will. And there's no wiggle room because it's clear. And disrespect simply means there's no esteem, there's no trust, there's no intimacy. It's not a good or bad thing. Everyone has a right to choose who they want to feel respect for and then present it to or not. And that's their choice. It is, in fact, an indication of their choosing. So if somebody disrespects me, they are showing me I mean nothing to them. There is no esteem. There is no trust. Furthermore, because usually a disrespect means I'm not gonna tell you the truth like this friend. I didn't tell you that I was dating a person that I actually asked you if I should or shouldn't, you know, and I was like, well, you're coming out of a you know, heartbreak after 14 years. I think you should wait a little bit. You know, let's have some time to process that thing first, don't you think? so you hide a relationship for seven days seven whole days of us going out as groups i get to pass like the fool quote unquote which i don't right here again actually this ties into our complete topic of the um following one's own gut but staying open to possibilities or being able to know one's gut and then staying open to all possibilities but first polyvagal chart there we go my phone is on so social engagement when the ventral vagal is engaged which is safety is connection safety oriented to the environment calmness and connection settled groundedness curiosity openness compassionate mindful in the present VVC is the beginning and end of stress response so when you are in a ventral vagal connectedness state Ventral vagal complex, excuse me, that's when you are going to consistently engage in life as a functional adult. Forgiving, nuanced, learns new skills, the power, where Sadhguru says you're full of energy when you're enlightened, it's because you're in your ventral vagal complex. Versus your dorsal vagal complex, which is the freeze response, those people who have no, the numbness people, the dissociated people yeah that's called helplessness and that doesn't feel very much in no way shape or form is your body uh, actually charged it's a battery that has no charge in fact it's quite sad because it's hypo arousal you see like this entire cloud plus there's like this sluggishness there's shame shutdown hopelessness preparation for death trap this is a freeze response okay collapse immobility conservation of energy because it has you have no energy Association, numbness, depression, raised pain threshold. This is where there's those diorphins, the endorphins, diorphins. So you're numb, which is why people go and seek thrills. Some people are in a collapse submit without even knowing it. Helplessness, so they cannot. And this is where for the parasympathetic nervous system, this is the dorsal vagal complex. And here's where it decreases heart rate, blood pressure, temperature, muscle tone, facial expressions and eye contact, depth of breath, social behavior, attunement to human voice, sexual responses, immune response, it decreases these. It increases fuel storage and insulin activity, immobilization behavior with fear, endorphins that help numb and raise the pain threshold, these are the diorphins, and conservation of metabolic resources. Some people that have been diagnosed with depression are simply used to being in a freeze, in a collapse submit type response. This is because that's one of those ways that the neuropsychology community has found, besides flight, fight, freeze, spawn, freeze, spawn, pause, freeze, spawn, uh, pause, there's the attach, cry for help, collapse, submit, please appease. So the attachment styles, on the other hand, indicate to you the wiring of a sense of self. So a person who's very reactive is not somebody who is wired, their right brain, their emotional brain hemisphere has not been developed enough to where they can be stable within their own body and feel safe, they don't even know that. But these are all new pieces of information, which is why people don't talk about each other with kindness and love or compassion. The never feeling good enough, for example, there's that one Pat Ogden quote, where she says, the body just collapses, there's this weight, I've seen it, it's, it's horrible to see can't do anything you are literally and like actually hands tied behind your back you can tell somebody i love you to death they will not feel that they're good enough and they don't know that they have trauma and that means that they don't know they are good enough they just don't feel it because they have a body that was traumatized and a mind that also carries that so you get treated like shit for actually trying to share how somebody is good enough and instead what they do here's that lovely little comedian skit well i'd love to keep talking to you a true friend who makes me feel appreciated and wholly accepted but i just spotted an anuf acquaintance whose approval i could desperately seek this friend that i was talking to you guys about is a great indication of this so instead of one listening to advice that he asked he lied then he went on and started to date and then they came out and told the truth eventually and then he just played the part of oh yeah i want to see you but really no i'm not wanting to see you i want to just go out and screw with my girlfriend and be with her fast forward i'm at this funeral he's writing me why because she's cheating on him and they're having i don't know what type of fight and he's writing to me are you happy now while i'm at a funeral with you know emotional stuff going on he doesn't know this because i'm not talking to him anyways and i'm like why would i be happy i don't know what you're talking about he shared, and I'm like, well, look, I'm not happy uh, about your misery. I'm your friend, or I'm a person that you know, so you should know that I don't, I don't uh, have these types of feelings. I don't rejoice from people's misery. What I told you, I told you because you wanted advice, and I shared with you what I thought would help you. That you twist this stuff around—that's your, you know—that's yours. So for me, no, I'm not happy that you're going through this. I'm actually sorry, but hey, I'm at a funeral, so if you don't mind, I, I, I have to go. So I'm sorry you're going through that but you know I, I think you need to or there's nothing I can do for you in that moment in time. fast forward when I got the gut feeling that something going down because this friend does know me they knew that I wouldn't um, refuse to help a person in need because there's no need to they're not taking away anything from me uh, I'm sharing time and I will willingly share time with somebody who needs that support add the chats two days of chatting and friends better than before the social engagement ventral vagal state before we keep talking about gut feelings and staying open to possibilities now that I've shared the stories pretty much so the parasympathetic nervous system in its ventral vagal complex does this it decreases all defense responses no more sympathetic dorsal vagal You have increased digestion, intestinal motility, resistance to infection, immune response, rest and recuperation, health and vitality, circulation to non-vital organs, skin extremities, oxytocin, the neuromodulator involved in social bonds that allows immobility without fear, ability to relate and connect, movement in the eyes and head turning, prosody in voice, breath. When you are an enlightened person, you are always in your ventral vagal. And your mindfulness muscle, the brain, you are not in warning, warning when somebody's in their biological rudeness. So 3D, 4D type, limited belief people, adaptive child, you name it. Now, we do get to practice learning to be in this state. You guys know this. This is that year for those of us who are in the 5D self-empowered enlightened state. But since this topic is wanting to also discuss the inner growth mindset, let me tie all the little pieces together. Gut instinct is always telling us something that our body wants awareness of. The ability to transcend any type of opinion is important. That opinion comes from your own ego self, your own idea of what is right or what is not right. So, my friend was not behaving in what I consider a right way. However, they are their own person, and as a friend, I accept them and have accepted them always for who they are, and they still are accepted as that. Now, knowing everything that I knew, intuitively speaking, and I hadn't began my ascension, so for me, this was all just pure gut great psychology I did want to get a psychology degree but I didn't have time that's why I had to stick to one or the other and I didn't have the money so I stuck to what I thought I wanted to embark on which was the institutions and so political science and international relations and diplomacy that's my master's the political science is my bachelor's being able to follow my gut always have always will to this day it's never steered me wrong ever now the one moment of time where i was quote unquote in that abyss of unknown i had the awareness of ascension and spirituality so i was not lost in any way shape or form and i'm and i'm not a believer i'm a seeker so i already and was in this infinite higher human consciousness spectrum as The outside was engaged with me in a way that was contrary to what my gut consistently kept telling me, which is stay engaged, this is what's supposed to take place, keep staying, keep staying, keep doing, keep doing. So the input was, this is all part of what's supposed to take place. And I'm like, you know, there are moments where because I'm getting attacked and insulted and just, you know, completely mistreated, if you will. I'm like, are are you really like I even double check is this are you am I hearing correctly what I'm perceiving in my body? Yes. Yes. You know, you're perceiving. So right here is where the gut was saying you're safe. But the behavior was um, being triggering if you will but it wasn't triggering because I could tell that my emotions were upset because if you're gonna insult me and then you're gonna accuse me and you're gonna call me things I'm, I'm knowing what's happening right So this is where I I'm, in, I'm interacting but the difference is my gut saying this is safe there's trust there's a, this is a, this is a home this is a is a family this is it's good everything's fine okay other people, that are not in a 5D body type with that infinite higher human consciousness connected would not be in the same place. That's where the 3D, 4D body and the people who are in any type of attachment style, secure attachment included. Would be in a very different space unless they would be like a polyvagal theory doctor Stephen porges dr van der Kolk, and all of the neuropsychiatrists that are out there because they actually would have immediately known in fact now i know exactly what was going down uh i did not have this knowledge at the time so i did not have the ability to actually know because at that point i would have been way less um sad and heartbroken because i would have known completely that it's not personal in a way of knowing it's not because it wasn't anyways it wasn't personal this is all reactive autonomy isn't personal it's it's a situation that is reactive so there's no choosing when the um when the hippocampus is shrunken and so is that prefrontal cortex and the amygdala is enlarged and there's a either disorganized attachment style or it's anxious, fearful and avoidant all in one go. Well, yeah, of course, I'm going to be you know, getting attacked. There is no other way that that's going to go down. Now, this is again, the, the neuropsychiatrists know this, other people don't. Uh, especially the ones who are not in uh, a state of love with humanity. I am though, so to me, no person is evil. It never has been that way. And in fact, that's where I stay and that's what we talk about, is how to be in compassion. So 5D is oneness consciousness. The ability to see both is clear for those of us here because we are one ocean and islands so picking up on each other's emotions means if you're reactive if that ego and the body is unsafe i will feel it which is why my gut was not saying you're in danger because i was not in danger there's no danger there's not there are moments where i've picked up on revenge and vengeance and spitefulness and envy and that's not danger that's an insecure ego that's upset that's a person who's upset in two different things there are moments where I've felt other types of intent by people and in fact I've moved away as soon as possible. And I'm a person who doesn't venture off into unknown lands by myself. I'm always with friends or people because of the stature that I am and I don't know how to defend myself physically, so why would I put myself in any type of risk unless I'm stupid, which I, I mean I'm not. Now the part of some people saying, oh, well, you're not stupid, dude let's think geographically locate you know again not meaning to offend anything or anyone but here life sensitive people are meant to be tuning in here not the ego sensitive ones. so when i say stupid what i mean is we all know that we're we're a planet with 7.9 billion people there's a lot of trauma around if you go walking down a dark alley excuse me but there might be a risk that's all so if i know it for me i'm gonna play it safe because my life means something to me and i'm gonna not say well it shouldn't be this way because i've had people i shouldn't be this way i should be able to walk where yes you can you can do it but unfortunately you cannot control the external here's where overgeneralization. so then people stay in trauma responses and they go between these extremes but they don't find the middle ground that's not tuning into your gut nor are you staying open to possibilities you're just staying confined to a very specific moment in time where something may have happened or not and you're not becoming the adult version of you you're just sticking to a safety pattern that habit they are very confined when we're in our habits that are from immature so charged emotional responses what i wanted to read from for you is uh christopher willard psych psych doctorate uh he has a quote self-compassion and mindfulness don't make life's challenges smaller but they will make us bigger in relation to those challenges that we are facing because when you are in mindfulness and self-compassion your ventral vagal state is engaged in your brain you are utilizing your prefrontal cortex when you're in a physiological state of compassion the parts of the brain that light up the isula or insula That would be that which connects the head and the body when you start rhythmically breathing that's how you're going to get that going because that rhythmic breathing yoga works because it works your nervous system sympathetic when you're breathing in parasympathetic when you're breathing out it's not only that though okay so having shared all this stuff the Mindfulness is your brain locked in. You're telling your own brain, we're not in danger. There's not a knife, there's not anything. I don't need to generalize, I don't need to make my little self-referencing world be a reality right now. I can have a different type of conversation if I want to. Creating space between the mind and body, as Sadhguru points out, is what gives you the space to meditate. What it really means is it gives you the space to be in your ventral vagal state, in your prefrontal cortex, and actually think things through clearly because your hippocampus is calm and not saturated with stress hormones. Or you're not in your temporal junction being washed around like Tara Brock says by that limbic system or even a Dr. Joe Dispenza, God forbid, he says people don't you know live drama. People aren't choosing to live drama. It's a mechanism. Only you can start pausing. Where do we pause? The land of neutral. This is why it's about the body. Learn to breathe, pause, and then remember your thoughts and emotions are affected by you. Your habits are yours. So our brain uses a certain amount of energy to conduct the day-to-day. Before you can even get to having more energy for you, your body is where if you don't feel safe, which is whenever you have any attachment style, you're not yet aware of how you are, you're not going to be able to free up that energy because you're not working with yourself. You're working against yourself. Why? Because you're comparing yourself to others and you're just reactively doing things. Reactive autonomy doesn't build relationships. True autonomous people always spur relationships they're able to unconditionally love each other and be around each other so for me for example that stubbornness that i'm shared is because i don't do things that my body doesn't like that my heart doesn't like and that my mind doesn't like And it doesn't matter who comes down and tells me what there's only a few times and it was in that very crucial year moving into that teenage year where i disregarded by choice my complete gut knowing and i was and to this day i'm thankful the one moment i'm always saying i am very very happy that what happened happened the way it happened because that was what pushed quote unquote me to never ever 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 and that's a very good age by the way because it was 13 14 and that's why any person who knows me knows that i don't do change this is who I am you accept it you don't that's it that's, 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 that's. there's no compromise meaning there's no compromise now this is about preferences of my 24 hours of how I'm going to lead my life things that affect no other person so it shouldn't even be in their peripheral view which is where the 5d again comes into the mix and the person who's already self-empowered and enlightened does stand true autonomy, not reactive. This is not somebody who's in some symbiotic relationship, you know, negating who they are that is completely different or a clan isolation. Anything that is in an isolated way from humanity I'm talking about and from other life experiences is not living out who they are. Living out who you are in the way that I'm trying to get you guys to understand while following your gut and staying open to possibilities means you're softening your body. means that you are consistently navigating in a way that feels right to your body, heart, and mind. The reason the external will see it as stubborn and or rigid and all of you have different stories. For me, I'm using words that have been used with me that I could relate to and say, yeah, that's true. Because I am unwavering so you're right there is a rigidity here but since it's my life it should matter not to you but i'm choosing you don't have to be involved if you don't want to nobody asked you to be you know so again it's a way that you get to learn to talk the 5d person at this point this is where we are getting to own that with love compassion mindfulness and understand that we are in a good spot that it's the external who's really voicing their ideas of how we should lead our life and their attention is apparently not on their own life so that's actually quite sad they're not looking to their safety behaviors or you know their patterns or their stuff they're telling another person how they should lead their life or not lead their life or why are you open you know like again this is not good or bad These are different types of conversations that people have 5d self-empowered enlightened person is not in these conversations they like to be in expansive consciousness conversations. those conversations become where you are that sounding board because you've just met an individual who needs to speak their own safety behavior their own self-referencing world their own charge states they're needing an outlet and you're that outlet because you find yourself there for the 5d person this is where That's that transformational leader role that all of us, we're out there with humanity, supporting each other on a personal development journey, helping people to become aware of their own triggers if they want, because when we are being in that somatic empathy, those people feel felt. Their fragments are able to come forth and they're able to start choosing if they want to evolve because they're going to have an enlightening and expansive conversation with you. Now, when you are again uh, back to the gut and open to possibilities and habits and all of these you can tell when you're in a habit that's restrictive because it is of a rigid format and so for example with my friend the one I gave you the story I got to learn thanks to them how people hide uh, deeper layers of themselves and those deeper layers are those attachment styles and in fact fast forward everything that i've been able to learn thanks to all of my pokety poke tickle people is that there are reactions a lot of reactive people who don't know their own triggers and they are not learning about them because this new neuropsychology information is recent and they don't believe in it like people that have told me i'm a reiki master i don't believe in energy therapy so it's like okay that's you know good for you that you don't believe in it I didn't ask you to believe I asked you if you wanted to have an experience with something that can support you and we all have an aura FY. the lovely technology is showing it so oh and people with black auras aren't horrible human beings they're actually people who need us to help them maybe in time to become auras because their body can learn to be safe their neural networks learn to be safe so um back to the stories and connecting some of these dots for you when you're open to all possibilities while following your gut this means you don't doubt yourself and you don't doubt what's happening it means you think strategically in a way that allows you to know what next steps are and it's always in a place of love and openness. So when my friend reaches out, you know, at the time and um, accuses me of being happy, not only is he upset in the moment because he's finding out he was cheated on and he's thinking of the friend, that, you know, he really just treated like shit. And instead of the, from that, the reaction is, oh, are you happy now? So that's, that's it's a revenge loop. It's a light version, but that's what that is. That's a spite. I'm going to spite you and I'm actually quite upset because I'm uncovering, this is what teenagers do, this was an adult at the time, but that's the teenage part of a person, this is why it's a charge state, I'm going to say fuck you and and say, ah, are you happy now because obviously you must be happy that I'm going through misery, which is very stupid, quote unquote, again, for me, because you know me, so you know my heart would never, ever, ever, so you're telling me something because you're upset not yourself, but you want to point a finger. I was very eloquent again, and and did not say, you're an asshole, did not be reactive. I simply said, I'm sorry that you're going through what you're going through, and you know me better, so you know that I would not ever rejoice of anyone's suffering, let alone yours, independently from what has taken place between us. So, I don't know why you would tell me something like that, that's very unkind, and you know, at the end of the day, I can't do anything for you, so I don't even know why you're letting me know about this, and I'm at a funeral, so if you won't mind, I have to go didn't block them i didn't accuse them i didn't do any of these things that people today all they do you know i have so many people tell me really just let it go if they it's good if they blocked you that means they're so reactive that they don't even know how else to handle something i don't know what to tell you but it's good it means that you're safe from an attachment style of some sort that would just get worse and worse and worse so this is where a person's own self-love should be a natural so if somebody blocks me it means they don't want to have anything to do with me why would i impose myself on a person asking clarification are two different of course i've done that like excuse me am i understanding this correctly i don't understand but it's only happened once in my lifetime and it's a loved one who i still to this day love very dearly so it's like okay i just wanted to make sure that i saw this clearly so it is this okay it's was it? it didn't make me happy. It still doesn't make me happy, but it is what it is. And uh, that's where the gut says it is what it is. There is no, it's closed, it's not closed, because this is where all things are possible. The same way a person blocks, they can unblock. Determining a future, only of those who want to know an outcome. Why would you want to know an outcome? Why would you contemplate an outcome, guys? And here is, once again, whose life are you living? Where is your focus? So the gut will pick up on what is safe for you when you're understanding that the gut picks up on the unpredictability and the attachment styles and a lot of other stuff of other people. You're going to start to understand that you limiting your possibilities because you're picking up on other vibrations that navigate below the neutrality belt. There's no reason. They're not evil people. All people are lovely people. They're all pure love and life they are still learning how to be in self-compassion and their own mindfulness brain. They're still learning to become functional adults, forgiving, nuanced, able to learn new skills, to be embodying their ventral vagal state. People think they're following their gut when really they're following their own opinion. And that's why the sad Guru quote about staying open and following your gut. Let me read the quote again. If you evolve within you there will be no pride. If somebody sits in pride, they are not evolved yet. They're in an adaptive child, self-preserving. They think they know it's right or wrong. They're unforgiving and they're harsh. In fact, this is where if I had been that when my friend reached out where my gut said something's going down, I would have said, fuck you, I didn't. I said, okay, we'll meet up. And I simply made sure that they understood. I don't want you to be anything different than who you are. You want to be an asshole? That's fine. I don't want you to play nice. I didn't ask you to pretend to enjoy my company. I don't have to see you all the time. This is not what friendship is. I don't have to talk to you all the time. In fact, this is a very friend that we don't talk all the time. And they still, to this day, <laughs> sometimes go months and months before they even answer me. The last time was recently, and I'm like, dude he's like I know I'm an asshole I know I know and I'm like I know you're living your life but hey I'm just worried that you're not okay but I know you're okay so thanks for coming you know calling me and letting me know that's where grown-ups actually don't hold against each other things like oh my god you didn't reach out you didn't answer you didn't do like that's insecurity guys the 3d 4d body types they don't know this yet the people who are still their adaptive child emotionally though. I've been my entire life only friends with people who are free souls which is why I was surprised whenever that one time it happened in my life because it's the same free soul like I did wow really like I was not expecting that from a free soul because it's just something so extreme you know usually it's people who have other stuff go down not people who have a way of relating to life freely that's where even recently I have one person that I got to talk to this lovely five DC community person and they're like yeah I don't understand this blocking thing either they're going through shit and it's like I didn't do anything I you know and I'm like I don't know what to tell you then I got other people who because they have an attachment style so there's a level of shame fault blame revenge they're in that loop there you don't handle it ever well and they recently got this thing happen again and that's where it's unfortunate they're not evolving beyond their pride or their prejudice they're not getting to the part of their pure sense so that ventral vagal state and the prefrontal cortex not in the suffering they're in the suffering because it's happened to them more than once but it's also because there's no ability to realize that our relationships with each other are based on each other, which means we all have triggers, we all have trauma, this is the part, to be compassionate towards yourself and in a mindfulness brain means you can also extend it to others, this is the 5D self-empower enlightened state, is you automatically extending it to others. So like for me, when my gut was saying, this is home, this is fine, I was not sure what the hell to make of it, because I had the human and spiritual, both were indicating, nope, don't, this is good. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how is this good? I don't understand how this is good right now. Like now my left brain's trying to figure this out. What I did know though, because when we learn enough about the spiritual process to embody all the different types of subject matters, this is from my Kashic record reading, because I do a Akashic record reading so i learned to do these from a book i didn't get certified but i practice it through being taught how to and when you access the kashic records you go to the i go to the quantum to the infinite space because there's different uh, actual dimensions you can get into other i forget how she explains it but essentially when we are doing our own to become that spiritual process, we learn to master our mental, emotional, and physical planes. So what I knew was taking place was my ability, thanks to what was happening, to master and move beyond the emotional and physical planes. In fact, immediately I had seen the bump in this experience with the emotional plane because I felt it physiologically speaking, something very specific, so okay. the to move beyond and now I get to master and then wield the space alongside the physical okay so i know what i I know exactly what's taking place here on this for me but this still you know on the outside the mundane the day-to-day is kind of like all over the place like what the hell and i'm not really sure how i'm supposed to be supporting the situation because here's where when you're in that enlightenment soul age group what are you going to always do what are you always going to do when you're engaging with any human being you're going to bring harmony you're going to try to bring harmony so you're not you're not an energy vampire you're not siphoning energy you're not trying to manipulate you're not doing any of that you are from the land of neutral looking to bring forth the land of neutral and you're dealing with the destructive energies the shame the guilt the blame the fear the anger all of that no neutral land and so here's that blame shame or blame fault revenge loop so the person who right now for example is going through thinking and feeling that it's a no end game that they're the fault this is where the neuropsychiatry educators I've said there are people that will not change because they don't see it and they're wired in such a way that their self-referencing world, they keep on doing the same loop. It's unfortunate. In fact, this is where the advice that I was given as I'm learning how to manage these situations and manage because I'm a mentor as you guys know so that one-on-one is not something I will plan to do forever but for now that is going to be a part of the potential equation and I know that the body is important and the wiring of a person is important and so when I met with something like that the instruction is to allow the individual who is helpless and feeling hopeless and in their self-referencing world to yeah there's nothing I can do I'm so sorry that I can't do anything to support this. What do you want to explore together? Because that's the land of neutral. So accepting their story, that they're the problem, that they're the one and that this is never gonna change and then move from there in some way together gut of me knows that that person has potential for all that they want the same thing with any other person so that's their hours once you can get a hold of yours you know that you work a certain way or not a certain way and this is where it doesn't matter what others do with you or not you because you're able to be in that somatic empathy so to sit and while somebody is being reactive emotionally be loving and kind because we all are when we are in our ventral bagel state and really there's sometimes nothing we can do but hugging a person and telling them you love them like with this person it's good enough because at least they have somebody who unconsciously loves them like my friend when he came back he knew i would be there for him that's all people need to keep trying to get to their enlightenment and to follow that gut and be in the infinite possibilities realm so Hopefully this has supported you and we'll be back with another topic. In the meantime, have a wonderful day.